Ladies and gentlemen, we are live. The intro totally glitched. But anyways, welcome back to another episode of Checkpoint. Today is... What is today? I have no idea. December the, what? Uh, 12th. December 12th? December the 11th. 12th. It's December no, 11th. It's December 11th. We're recording this episode. Usually. 12th. If you're watching this on YouTube. Is it going live tomorrow on YouTube on the 12th? Oh, no. That's right, because this is Friday. Yeah, so I think we're going. we're just putting it live today. Yes. Okay, so the video will be... So you're going to be watching this on the 11th. The same day we're recording it. Yes. So usually we record on Thursdays, but the Game Awards were last night, so instead we wanted to push it back a day, so we have all the Game Awards news to add um, in today, uh, which is pretty exciting. So uh, yeah, so Checkpoint, we still don't have a slogan for it at all, but we're no. here, we're back, we are your gaming news and all your good stuff, uh, and we are from Strictly Casual. Um, yeah, so... Today, we're vibing. We're having a great time. Uh, that was a butchered intro. I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm sorry about the intro great, that glitched out. It's just, it really be like that. And you're doing great. Um, James, how you doing? What you been playing? What's new? What's oh, good? you already know what I've been playing. Tell me a little bit about it. Jumped into Cyberpunk last night uh, with you. Yeah. And a little party, just chatting it up. Mm -hmm. Play a little more this morning. About, uh, I'd say like an hour or so into the game. Um... One little comment that I made to you this morning is the shooting in the tutorial feels super floaty. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel good at all. But then you go into the actual world and shooting feels a lot better. Right. So much better. Yeah. Because you have the haptics and everything and that and it just feels incredible. I'm not. So I'm about two hours into Cyberpunk. Started last night. Okay. A little under two. Give me some impressions. I, James, I was very scared to play this game. I, wow. I thought I made the wrong choice by playing this on PlayStation originally. Oh. <laughs> I, the more I've been seeing, the, like the last week of buildup, I'm like, I need to play this on a PC. It's running on crap on consoles. We'll talk about that later too. We got we got a lot to talk about there. Um, right. But I was concerned. I was like, I want to make sure I play it in like the best place to play it. And I wanted that to be PlayStation badly, but it seems like I made the wrong choice. But after I played like two hours last night, I'm getting a, a great experience. I've, I haven't had any problems. The only bug I've run into is a floating car like my car was floating one time and so i got in it and i was right back on the ground how bad was it floating a couple feet not any okay. not bad i was like this is okay. from the future anyways it's all good the only thing the only bug that i encountered so far was when i was leaving the first area so i'm a street kid and i started in a bar and so when i'm leaving the bar you see like two like either they're either like huge like devices or they're like cell phones yeah and they're just floating Right. Um, and I don't know what it was. Uh, <laughs> cheesy, it takes up 109 gigabytes with the day one patch. Yep, on PS5. On PS5. On Xbox, for some reason, it's half the size. For That's insane. Who knows? There's been a lot of uh, um, speculation. In terms of performance, mm -hmm. I think it's looking very good compared to some of the things I've been seeing. Today, there's a tweet going around um, from, I forgot who his name is, but he's verified. Okay. And he was talking about um like on pc versus xbox series x and on pc like the shadows were much darker and it's just very more a yeah. lot more uh you can see the depth in it a lot more okay uh as opposed to xbox series x which looked very washed out yeah um very you know muddy okay um but when i played this morning after looking at that tweet i was in the car with jackie yeah and it looked incredible so i was like cool. i am I'm pleasantly surprised with the guy. Oh, also, I saw uh, Gene Park tweeted out a. Um, actually, it was Paris that tweeted out first, and then Gene Park okay. quoted it and gave a list of settings that you should enable or disable to make it look and run better. I was just going to ask you about that too, because I know there's a performance mode and a fidelity mode on Cyberpunk. Like, they have that. I, th I think I'm playing. I don't know what I'm playing on. Okay. Um, I'll, I I can check as you're talking. The only thing that I'm really in like uh, like concerned about is like the game looks kind of soft. Like I feel like it does look a little soft. Like uh, when I walk around, like and the stuff, textures don't look super defined. Yeah, which is fine from a distance. But once you get up close, it's a tiny bit soft on PlayStation. Um, mm -hmm. James, this might take you a while to boot up because we're getting we gotta get into I'm already the news, there. baby. You're already there. Okay. Sweet. I'm already there. James is looking in the uh, menus. I'm going to go into settings. Yep. Uh, would it be in graphics or would it be... I would, I'd assume so. I mean, it's not in... Would it be by system settings? Because my system is just game default. 
I don't know. And I'm not seeing... So the, the settings that were given to, I guess, make it a little, make it run smoother was I turned off film grain, turned off chromatic aberration, turned off depth of field, mm -hmm. turn, leave lens flares on, but then turn off motion blur too. Okay. Um, I'll have to check and, it all. Yeah. And I've been, I mean, I, from what I played this morning, it runs super smooth. I okay. think it's at 60 frames. It's got to be at um, 60 frames. Yeah. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Well, there it is. Good stuff. We'll have some more cyberpunk stuff to talk about in a minute. But first, we are going to go over all the highlights and all the cool stuff that happened at the Game Awards last night. Right? Yes, we are. Um, I, okay, first of all, let me get your initial thoughts on the Game Awards, James. Uh, give, yeah. me, give me your thoughts like right when the show ends. What are you thinking? I thought, uh, looking back, there were some cool announcements, but nothing groundbreaking. Yep. I really wanted a, a Poggers moment. A pog champ moment during the the game awards, and I just didn't get it. Yeah, I thought it was okay. It was a, it was fun to watch, but I I wasn't blown away no by anything. No surprises here. Yeah, I, I was. It was a little disappointing to me that mm -hmm. we didn't have that like big banger moment. I was like, okay, maybe we get like even a Halo tease or like a Halo like something that's like Halo's coming, blah right. blah blah, or like something a right. big game. We had no mm -hmm. like big game except maybe that mass effect tease that's about it we had two little ones we had the i think the biggest ones were the dragon age preview that we got and then i think it's also the like you said the uh mass effect will continue yeah which yeah. is huge that's uh, pretty big but okay here's what uh, we got little highlights starting off we got sephiroth as a new smash character which looks super sick, sick. With i was really hyped for this dude i saw this meme it was like kirby after he sucks up sephiroth and it's like his cur tiny kirby with a long ass sword like oh, it's just like <laughs> a mile long <laughs> it was pretty sick. um i'm really glad that it's not jonesy from fortnite that's all i can thank say thank god it's not jonesy from fortnite i'd rather have doom guy or master chief or something in there 100 percent. god oh god um I don't really know that much about this next one, but it's from a Microsoft studio, the initiative, which is a new studio and they are making perfect mm -hmm. dark, which looks pretty cool. Did you play the original? I did not. It's been, well, I did not play that. Are or we perfect dark zero. Are we talking perfect dark? Like on PS one? Yeah. Then I played it on a demo disc, like the single mission, but that's it. Okay. Back when demo discs were, I have not touched any of perfect dark ever. Also perfect dark is one of those shooters where you move around and then you stand still and then you use a stick to like, to aim like oh, this I see. and it's all like this the whole time and mm. then you like move around and then you do this oh my god thank you for the 30 biddies Record, in chat. thank you for the biddies <laughs> wow um poggers poggers <laughs> i know master <laughs> like okay so right now master chief is literally on the playstation 5 home screen like it's yeah the big plaster kind of insane it is funny okay so after perfect dark we got back for blood from turtle rock uh, and this is the people that made Lev Left for Dead, correct? Mm -hmm. It's the like spiritual successor to Left for Dead, I would say. So if you're if you remember correctly, Turtle Tur Turtle Rock went from Left for Dead, okay. and then they made the game that everyone forgot about because it only lasted a few months, but was very hyped up, called Evolve. A little game called Evolve. Yes. Do you remember Evolve? I do remember Evolve. You know what? For the first for the two months that I played Evolve. I really enjoyed it. You played Evolve? Of course I played Evolve. Okay, I didn't. Played I did not Evolve. play it. Because it, it was so good for like the first two two months, but then they came out with characters that were just really OP and they never adjusted them. So, so it was just really hard for the monster to like continue to evolve because the tracking, some of these trackers were just so good that they like had OP abilities and just would kill okay. too fast. I, I've... I mean, every time you hear like a games journalist who's been in it for a while talk about it, they're like, this was my most hyped game and it completely was the biggest letdown. Like it's always Evolve is on that list. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. But Back for Blood. It was very hyped. All right. Your opinions on Back for Blood because we got a little trailer. You know what I mean? Or we got a the little The trailer gameplay. was nothing surprising either. It, it could be fun. It could be a fun co-op game, but I was like, eh. I was super eh on the whole thing. Yeah. I, it, I mean... It is an early development. What about it? said pre-alpha footage. Yeah, it said, well, and it didn't, okay, oh my god. The footage that they showed, I was like, this is not how the game is going to look or play. No. I can guarantee you. No. It, it's like, no. this is, this is so early where there's like, it's like scripted motion, it feels like, yeah. in the guns. Yeah. I was like, eh, I don't mm -hmm. know. 
also in the gameplay there is a reload and he uh can't he like reload cancels and then all of a sudden his guns reloaded again and it was bad i watched it and i was like nah that's not good that's not good it's, yeah. um, all right well that's gonna um they got a release date for that june 22nd 2021 mm-hmm. you can start playing on december 17th probably early access and okay so we James wrote down every single thing that we, like every trailer we got, and we're just like highlighted some of the ones that are worth mentioning. One of the ones he didn't highlight mm-hmm. is that I want to talk about real quick is Hood Outlaws and Legends. Um, only mm-hmm. because like, even though we've seen a trailer for Hood before, and I think it's interesting, the concept of like the 4v4 in this old time. Like, it's like a competitive heist sort of thing. Yeah, and I think the concept's cool, but... um. Nothing about it blew me away at all. No. Uh, the trailer, you couldn't really tell what was going on. In the gameplay trailer? No. It was just looks like a mashup. That's it. Yeah. Literally just a mashup. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up is the Callisto Protocol from Striking Distance Studios. This is one of the guys who made uh, Dead Space. And so this is his first game as an independent oh, developer. That's this right. Or the guy who was looking hella nervous. Yeah. He's, but, but the game looked beautiful. so happy to be there. The game really looks beautiful. Yeah, uh, but we—I literally—we don't know anything about it. He said it's a third-person no. horror something, and he wants to make the scariest game. Blah 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 blah. Like he's. And I said, make that. me shit my pants. Yeah, it looks beautiful though. I dare you. I dare you. I double talk dare you. Uh, next up, we have Annapurna Interactive's Open Roads, which it looks like a sweet art style. I like the characters from what mm-hmm. we've seen. Um, I'm excited to play that. I am assuming that's going to be like a. $25 Epic Games exclusive. That's like something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's this is the one that writer said, Life is Strange 3? Not Life is Strange 3. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all Life is Strange 3. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we got a Dragon Age preview. Uh, I actually walked in late on this one. Vin, is there anything notable from the Dragon Age preview that you noticed? No, it looked cool. It looked just like more Dragon Age. Um, I think... Okay. Uh, I've never been a huge Dragon Age guy, so I can't be the, like... I've. I I can't really give my. All the only one I played on was Inquisition. Okay, but that's a that was a huge Dragon Age game. You know what I mean? So, but I didn't play all of it. I played like an hour. Okay, oh, it just then, didn't keep me. Okay, I'm, I'm excited. The to combat see more of it. always left something for me to be desired from the games because it's very like, it is very RPG almost turn based sort of thing. Yeah, where you click on someone and you continue to attack them until they die. Got it. Eh. Hey, it, that's some people's things. That's true. Definitely. Um, okay, next up we have... Uh, oh, Crimson Desert from a South yeah, Korean development team. Now, this trailer mm-hmm. starts playing, and me and James are like, what the heck is this? That kind of thing. It looks... They started with like these wide shots, and these wide shots of Crimson Desert looked very PS3, okay? And then you start getting some into like done. some of the gameplay. I'm like, oh, this looks smooth and clean. And then it would have like a character model. I'm like okay ps3 and then i was like <laughs> so I, somehow it looks like a 2020 game and a 2009 game at the same exact time <laughs> and i don't know what to expect but it looks pretty sweet it looks cool it looks pretty cool i got a lot uh, of um a lot of beasties yeah mm-hmm. a lot of he beasties. was riding a dragon at one point he sure um, was mm-hmm climb it was like almost it reminded me of dragon's dogma a lot because of the way he was climbing on a lot of these monsters yeah he was um, he was flying a dragon straight up he's flying a dragon straight up i mean what's not to love what's not to love uh so yeah but, excited to get more con or more uh details on that me too for sure uh next up we got season from scavengers studio a uh, beautiful game um it looks like one of those narrative driven experiences it's just very relaxing it looked, it looked, it was the best trailer at the, at the Game yeah, Awards. I think so. I think, I think it, it was the best locked trailer. me in. It 100% locked yeah. me in. Um, I thought it just looked so beautiful. Now, I have no idea what the game is, how it plays, or anything like that, but color me intrigued, okay? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, okay, after season, we have the one and only Vin Diesel in Arc 2, Okay. Now, Ark, I, pl- I have you ever played Ark? Yes. What? I, it's not my game. It's not my game either. I have survival games are very hard for me to play. I like to get yes. into because there's every survival game has such a different, um, uh, like mechanics and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, 
every time I start to learn those, I already know it's going to be like, I'm already going to fall off and not really play it. So it's like, I start, yeah. it's not worth my time to invest in these games, but it's like, like give me Minecraft. I'm happy. I'm a happy man. That's all I need. I don't, I don't need another survival game. I'm, I'm good. Simple man. Simple man. Um, but yeah, Vin Diesel being in this was weird. Very weird. Uh, but it was weird. Good for him, I guess. I guess we're family. Uh, it's just, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I don't know. It's it, good for him. I, I'm glad he's doing his thing. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, next up. But well, right after that, we had the arc, uh, show that they announced with. Yeah, they did. They announced an anime. Yeah. Cool. Which I thought looks pretty cool. It looks I. Some girl okay. fell off a waterfall and somehow survived. So I don't really get that, but it's true. Yeah. Shout out Vin Diesel, I guess. All right, James. Shout out Vin Diesel. <laughs> Next up, we got Master Chief, Michonne, and Daryl Dixon all coming to Fortnite. Yep. Next. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, if you're in Fortnite, there you go. You got a couple Walking Dead characters coming for you. Good luck. I guess. Good luck. I guess. Um, of, and of course, Mass Effect will continue. Mass Effect will continue. Uh. I have just never played a Mass Effect game, so I don't know. It wasn't like it was. You have cool. to. I know. You have to. When the remasters come out, I will play Mass Effect. Okay. Hundred percent. I will play Mass Effect. I'm a, I'm probably gonna play through them again. Uh, is that good? But then again, I told myself that with Mafia, and I haven't played the Mafia uh, remake. I will play mm, that eventually. I heard it wasn't incredible. Yeah, but I'm just love that. I love that. I love the Mafia, James. You have no idea. Uh, I know you. I love the Mafia. Yeah. I just I mean, need I just inject it right <laughs> into my bloods. In another life, James, I'm in the mafia, okay? <laughs> Tony Petroni, my alter ego. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we got a lot of uh, highlights from the Game Awards, uh, just highlighting performances. Uh, we the got winners. Best performance. We have the winners. Yeah, some of the winners. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I narrowed it down to a few more major ones, and we're just going to go through them. Back and forth? Every other. RFS Back it? and forth. Yes. All right. Perfect. Start us off, James. Best performance, we have Laura Bailey as Abby from The Last of Us 2. I think this that was a good choice. I think that was well-deserved. Uh, best ongoing game, No Man's Sky. Hell yes. Let's Hell go. yeah for beating Fortnite. Beat Fortnite. Beat Destiny. No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. We love it. We love it. Best action game, Hades. Still have yet to play it, but I want to play it so bad. I need to play it. I need to play it. Epic Game Store, I'm coming for you. Um, best narrative, The Last of Us Part Two, which I would also agree with. For sure. Games for Impact. Tell me why. Haven't played, haven't it. played it. It's on Game Pass. It's on Game. Pass. It is on Game Pass. Well, I don't have Game Pass. That's true. I won't take my credit card. That's fine. That's fair. One less subscription service, yeah. dude. It gets expensive. It adds up. True. Uh, best indie game, again, Hades. Hades. Awesome. Best RPG, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Persona 5 was robbed! Did Persona 5 win when Persona 5 came out? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, rip. Uh, content creator of the year. Is it Valkyrie or Valkyrie? It's not Valkyrie. I think it's Valkyrie. I say Valkyrie. Uh, that's cool. I'm sad it wasn't Alana. F. Also sad it wasn't Alana. Um, Tim the Tapman, rip. Uh, but... Valkyrie. He's great. She's great too. She's great. She great. she she Beautiful. definitely deserves this award. I just wish it went to yeah. Alana. And James ended off. Game of the year. To no one's surprise. Actually, that's a lie. A lot of people were surprised. The Last of Us Part Two. I wasn't surprised. I was not surprised. It's kind of great. It's kind of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess. Player's choice uh, was Ghost of Tsushima by yes. 3%. Uh, beating The Last of Us by 3%. Um, yeah, so. But both great games. Both. I still got I still got Ghost of Tsushima downloaded, and I think I'm... I think... James, here's the plan. I have Cyberpunk okay. right now. I'm going to be playing Cyberpunk. The hell out of Cyberpunk. But Cyberpunk mm -hmm. and Ghost are, like, very different games because of the third-person, first-person thing. And so, like, I think I'm actually going to be able to play these at the same time later on. Like, wow. I think Cyberpunk, after the main story and, like, all that kind of stuff, then I think I can swap between. I don't have to wait as long as I thought I would. And I'm getting that sense think... just after two hours of gameplay. Okay. Yeah. 
careful of yourself. I don't want to, or take care of yourself because I don't want to, I don't want you to be on open world burnout. I already am. Valhalla, I just played Valhalla, dude. Yeah, you're insane. seven hours. It's okay. Yeah. Um, I'm more excited to play Hades than I am Ghost of Tsushima. Hmm. I'm not. Just because I think Hades offers a different experience. Yeah, sure. Too many open world games right now. Too many open world games right now. All right, guys, that wraps up. And listen to the next one. That wraps up our uh, Game Awards recap. We are jumping in right now to the Cyberpunk review roundup. Right? So Let's here we go. James, we could bounce back and forth on these two because there's quite a bit of reviews. Um, and I, yeah. well, I, we'll I read these added, and then we'll talk generally. Yes. I added ones on kind of each spectrum uh, okay. to kind of try to give it a fair shake. Uh, but we'll start off cool. with IGN, 9 out of 10. Uh, Tom Marks reviewed Cyberpunk 2077 for IGN and adored the game, awarding it a 9 out of 10. He praised the game's structure, story, and cast of characters, although he did not like the game's myriad of bugs. Do you want me to read the next one? Yeah. And we'll just go back and forth? Yeah. Okay. GamesRadar gave it a 5 out of 5 at GamesRadar, one of our sister... Who's... Tom's Guide. Who's sister Got it. Yep. Uh, Sam Loveridge had almost nothing but praise for Cyberpunk 2077, awarding it a perfect 5 out of 5 and citing only the core campaign's short length as a notable flaw. Which is very weird. interesting. Yeah. It's like a 30-hour yeah. campaign. <laughs> yeah. uh, GameSpot gave it a 7 out of 10. Uh, mm-hmm. Callie Plague reviewed Cyberpunk 77 for GameSpot, and she gave the game a 7 out of 10. She liked the deep RPG mechanics, and of course, Keanu Reeves was Johnny Silverhand. But the plethora of side content does not mesh well with the main plot, and bugs were a big issue for her. Mm-hmm. Polygon, like many other outlets, had a mixed opinion of Cyberpunk 2077 in its review by Carolyn Pettit. While Pettit loves some of the game's character moments and plot points, she thought that it ultimately didn't do much to advance either the open-world RPG or the cyberpunk genre. She also has another major gripe with the game that we'll get into once we come back to some of these. Perfect. And then uh, finally, we have from the Washington Post, our boy Gene Park reviewed Cyberpunk 2077 for the Washington Post, zooming through the central story campaign to finish under a tight deadline. He admired the game's scope and attention to detail, but was put off by bugs and some not-so-sophisticated enemy AI. Um... Which I haven't run into any AI like issues or anything either. yet, but I'm two hours into the game. That's I feel like there's nothing. I feel like I'm have right. not even barely even touched it. Right. Let's return back to the GameSpot review. Yeah. And uh, Kelly Plague. Sure. Uh, a major gripe, I think the one she talks about the most is the side content. Hmm. And I think her issue is that all the side content deviates too much from central story and it's not incorporated into the main storyline and it's not. So I think comparing it to a game like the Witcher in which you had a lot of side quests around like Triss Marigold and um, Dandelion and these side characters who would then kind of like, it's almost like they support the main story where it's, it's a they're branching lines, but then they come back in to okay. the main story. They connect think, somehow. Right, they connect. So I think her gripe was that they just kind of are all spread out. And I think that's to the game in her opinion, that's the game's detriment. Okay. Um again, I just have tried no side content in the game yet. So it's like it's hard for me to I I can't speak on it yet, you know? Right. Um but I did I've got to tell about this experience in Cyberpunk, which I thought was really cool. I'm driving from one point to another, um, and on my way, there's a gang shootout happening in an alleyway. And so, of course, I was like, well, let's just go check this out. And so there's police officers shooting, and then there's two gangs shooting at each other. And so I decide, okay, I'm just going to shoot the gang members because the police clapped me up. Like, police clapped me up so easy. They just swarm on you and you die. Um, So... I shoot the gang members and the police were like, thank you for your help, that kind of thing. And then I just went around and looted each of the gang members. I let them all shoot each other and all the cops that died. And I went and looted everybody and got some sweet guns. I was like, this is dope. <laughs> I was like, this is sick. It was just like a cool experience. I don't know. It was just like, it just cool. felt good. Felt felt sweet. Uh, I'm still in, in major intro content. Yeah. I mean, I, I still am. T- I'm still doing tutorials. I just, that was something that, um, something that I saw. So, 
Yeah. Um, and going to the Polygon review, um, Carolyn Pettit had a major critique of how the game uh, handles um, trans people. Okay. Well, and so. says, I think her main critique is that it is they are hypersexualized. Oh, sorry. Going back to Kelly Plague for a minute, and I think uh, Carolyn Pettit mentions this too. Um, is some of the, some of the it's kind of it has an edge lord kind of humor to okay. it, but sometimes it just sounds like it's trying too hard, and it doesn't really. Sometimes that just doesn't fit with the attitude that the game's trying sure. to make you feel. Okay. Um, but. I have yet to experience a lot of this myself, okay. so I can't speak into it, but this is just what I'm hearing. Okay. Yeah. I know. I feel like I'm too early on to speak on a lot of stuff. Uh, James, we should definitely do a uh, cyberpunk impressions video. I think that we're going to have we a should. lot of things to talk about eventually. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But continuing on in cyberpunk, cyberpunk on PS4 and Xbox one seem to have major problems. James, dude, it's rough. Like if you're playing this on a base PlayStation four, or an Xbox One slash Xbox One X or whatever the hell they it's call them these days, you do not you do not want to play it on there at all. No. Uh, no. Like at all, at all. Um, so this article comes from Polygon. James, you want to read it or should I read it? Might be. Uh, uh, whatever. Okay. I can read it. All right, go for it. CD Projekt Red's highly anticipated open world RPG, Cyberpunk 2077, is now out and in the hands of the public. The players are logging in to find an extremely optimized experience, unoptimized experience, on last-gen consoles. Clips showing glitches, frame rate issues, major pop-in, and more have started going viral on social media, though it's unclear if all these Cyberpunk 2077 players are trying the game with the day one patch. This also comes from Patricia Hernandez at Polygon. Yep. While some of, the, while some of what's most visible right now showcases fans who aren't playing with the day one patch, Technical hiccups of some variety or other seem pervasive on all versions of the older consoles based on what we've seen on platforms like Twitch and YouTube Live. Fans who are trying the game on PC, meanwhile, especially top-of-the-line rigs, seem to be faring just okay, based on what we could see on live streams. Sorry, based on what we could see on live streams. At least, compared to the older generation of consoles, there are reports of trees and bushes appearing, clipping through things on PC, <laughs> like in places where they shouldn't be yeah but it seems that updating your drivers will take care of the issue but there are still fans who say that even on pc things aren't always running smoothly all that said not all glitches that fans are experiencing right now are game blank game breaking and in fact i haven't read any reports of any game breaking glitches no i've read reports of distracting glitches very distracting glitches very or things distracting that take glitches. you out of the moment Right, but definitely no game-breaking glitches where saves were deleted or anything like that. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, we've seen I've seen countless videos. My favorite being, I, sorry, Colton has had one hard crash. Okay, now it's on PC then. I haven't oh, had I'm any sorry. hard crash. Yeah, hard crashes. Yeah, Colton. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I haven't seen my only glitch again. My only bug has been the weird floating car thing, and that's happened one time, and it was no big deal. I could care less. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I haven't run into that many things yet. I'm very early on. Um, but I'm glad nothing is legitimately game-breaking yet. Right. That I've I had, seen. Sorry. I had another bug this morning when I was playing. Okay. Um, Jackie was turned around and went through a room, and he just straight up walked through, through the, the geometry of a few lo of oh. few lockers sure. and the like doors like flung open and <laughs> shit went everywhere. <laughs> and I laughed. That's I was hilarious. like, that's fucking great. <laughs> I've seen videos of someone getting in a car and their leg is stuck out of the car. <laughs> and so it's just their leg straight out of the car and they're just driving through the city. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I kind of love some of those. Me too. Bugs. It's fine. I do. I don't really care that much. Um, although it is kind of concerning that, it's been eight years since it's got announced. You know what I mean? And there's like little things right. like that, but it's so huge. You, you can't expect them all to be gone. And they're going to um, be updating the, it. They, yeah. The question remains, do you think they should have delayed it again? Right now? Nah. <laughs> uh, based off <laughs> Even bugs. though there are people who 
basically can't play the game on last gen console. Um, well, here's the funny thing, James. We okay. in strictly casual, Ryder is playing Cyberpunk 2077 on a base Xbox One. Okay. I think he's playing. He said Xbox One X. Oh, then. Oh, then you should be fine. Which is basically like the PS4 Pro, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, so then that doesn't that argument is invalid. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks. So it's not base hardware. It's honestly brutal. Honestly brutal for them. But I don't know. I don't think it should have gotten delayed still. I think... No, actually, hold up. Could they have maybe released the PC and next-gen versions and then... No. That's what I think they should have done. Hold the phone, James. These games got announced before the PS4 was even out. Hold the phone. Literally, hold the phone. Okay, these, this game got announced before the PS4 was even out. Why the hell ha- doesn't it run on the PS4, the base level PS4? makes absolutely no sense to me. So, maybe they should have. Maybe they should have. Also, I don't know where my camera's green, you guys. I It's just, it's all over the place right now. I'm so okay, sorry. Man, you look great. Thank you. Um, you look great. I don't know. It's up for debate. I'm sure everybody has their own opinion. I think, I'm glad it's not delayed because it would really would have hurt me. But, um... I feel like even even do with you think, more delays, James. Yeah, go for it. Sorry. Do you think because it got delayed so often and so far back, when next gen hardware came into the picture, they had to kind of like revamp and because they had to, they had to change the scope of the hardware they were working with, right? Because I think originally they were working on it for um, current at the time current gen hardware right but the next gen hardware was in the picture so we're like oh fuck this we're gonna optimize for next gen hardware yes and with every single delay like you have to assume that they're adding so much more stuff into it and the more they're adding into it they're like we're they're realizing that okay this is actually not going to run as well on ps4 even though they promise they'd be promising that it's going to play great on ps4 and xbox one well, the cause of the most recent delay was because it didn't run well on last-gen hardware. Right. It's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. It is. It's brutal. Next up. Next up. I don't know. You got it. We're just beating. We're just beating this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just cyberpunk roast fest. It's a dead horse. But that's okay. All right. Next up, Insomniac's latest Spider-Man Miles Morales update adds ray tracing and or ray tracing at 60 frames per second. So James. We have to go back and do our disagreement a little bit on on the podcast real quick. Okay, so okay. during our Miles Morales impressions video, okay, mm-hmm. James was an advocate for playing at performance mode, and I'm an advocate for playing on fidelity mode. Okay, it's true. In I'll explain my reasoning, you explain your reasoning. I'll do this in 30 seconds. I just feel like in a story based game. That is meant to be cinematic and stuff. I want to see it in that resolution, in that 4K, um, and I want to like a movie's at 24 frames per second. I can play this game at 30 frames per second, no problem. That's where I come from. Now, if it was like a multiplayer shooter, of course I want those high frames. Frames win games, baby. But James, mm-hmm. go for it. You can explain your side of this. I think Spider-Man, particularly because he is a fast character, like you are moving around. Yeah. The, the the lower frame rates really show when you're zump, zipping, jumping around, doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, where I think that's, I think where 60 frames is really needed because it's so much smoother. Like it is a noticeable difference that I cannot go back to 4K. And I think the fidelity in performance mode is at like at least 1440p. Um, in fidelity It's mode? definitely not 1080. No. Oh, in, in performance. performance right. It looks good it's in performance. Not, it looks incredible in performance still. You still get a lot of detail. Um, it's not a detriment. And honestly, to me, the only noticeable difference was some of the um, the god rays and lighting effects. Right. Which I love so much. I love that crap so much. But here's here's the thing. Now... You don't have to, we don't have to decide this. You know what I mean? Okay, I played performance mode, by the way, and I liked it a lot. I think the second time I jumped into performance mode, I was like, okay, these frames really do feel good swinging around a Spider-Man. You're right. You're mm-hmm. right. But I saw something on Twitter that you and Cheesy were sharing. I know Cheesy's about to leave right now. He's in chat. But uh, you were talking about that number one priority is gameplay. 
Okay. Number yeah. two priority is Always. is what? Frame rate. Frame rate, which I totally disagree with. And then your next one was resolution. What you wouldn't want to play? You wouldn't want to play 120 fr- uh, frames per second f- game in 480p. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. But I think 60 frames per second. I think that's the only way I can justifiably advocate for frame rate is if we hold it to the 60 frames per second standard. Okay. Because the thing is, I don't need more than that. Right. Well, I just think 60 frames per second is the most necessary. And I think anything more than that is unnecessary. And then you can scale up resolution. Right. And I was just playing. Like I'd rather have right there. I was just playing. I obviously you can't play do 120 frames in 480, but yeah. Right. Anyways, as long as it's clear and I can see, like, if we're working within the boundaries of 1080p, mm-hmm. right, and 60 frames per second, then I would rather have 60, 1080p at 60 than 4K at, at 30. 30. Well, guess what? Spider-Man Miles Morales players on PS5 will no longer have to face the tricky choice between 60 FPS fluidity and aesthetic details of ray tracing thanks to a new patch from developer Insomniac that finally allows both together. A bite with some caveats. to both worlds. Insomniac's latest update, formerly known as patch 1.0.0... Wait, 1.007? It's like 1007. Is available now and introduces a third PS5 graphics mode option to complement its existing 30 frames... Per second with ray tracing enabled fidelity mode and no ray tracing at 60 frames per second performance mode now players can select performance ray tracing mode which ushers the coveted blend of ray tracing at 60 frames per second for those wow. wondering about the magic behind insomniac's new miles morales update performance mode rt performance rt modes in game description offer some clues explaining that it delivers 60 frames per second and ray tracing by adjusting the scene resolution reflection quality and pedestrian density while performance mode performance rt mode current is currently only available in spider-man miles morales on playstation 5 players have already begun querying about querying whether the same visual tweaks might eventually make their way to insomniac's gorgeous ps5 remaster of the original spider-man hmm so um that's so you you sacrifice resolution screen resolution and and pedestrian density and reflection quality yes Hmm. yeah those are the those are the big things that uh you will be lacking if you do this Hmm. but i've i would be very excited to um to try this out and try to do a comparison but um yeah i also had to delete miles morales to spider-man because i got that platinum baby i already i did everything hate to see it uh before i'm gonna bring up a a question from chat real quick before cheesy leaves is your ps5 fan still going to the max no my ps5 fan has been totally fine it was right when i put oh my god i put the cyberpunk disc in the wrong way it looks like the right way but i did it the wrong way but it's the wrong way Mm -hmm. i was like what the hell is this and so it was like like screaming at me and then I flipped it, and it was super loud while it was um, downloading. Like, while the disc was installing, it was so loud. But then when I was playing the game, it was silent. So, it's just while yeah. it was installing. Yeah. But, yes, cool. chat, I almost did break my PS5. Not really. <laughs> Not really. All right, hit me with this next one. We're still cooking. Prince of Persia, Santa Time Remake, delayed. While this announcement has not been made on Ubisoft's English social media, it has been announced on the official Ubisoft page for the Czech Republic. According to the post, Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time remake will now be coming out in March 2021. Saying, I think, is this translated, Vin? This is translated, but it's it's actually the real announcement. Because this um, article is from a day before the actual announcement was made in North America. So this is the North American statement, even though it says translated. My bad. Got it. Says, quote, greetings, Prince of Persian fans. Prince of Persian. Prince of Persian fans. <laughs> During our Ubisoft Forward Digital Conference, we proudly announced Prince's Return from Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time remake. We are excited to be able to put this game in your hands again as we retell the story of the Prince and Farah in the amazing 11th century Persia. However, 2020 was a year ago like no other. Was a year like no other, sorry. <laughs> You're good. Today we would like to inform you that we need more time to complete the game. With that, the release date of Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time remake has been moved to March 18th, 2021 
We believe that this is the right decision to ensure we deliver a game you like. Thank you for your patience and continued support of the Prince of Persia. Of the Prince of Persia. Yeah, I read that right. And we hope you remain safe and healthy during this holiday season. End quote. Ubisoft should push this announcement across other social media channels sometime today. Is that in reference to yesterday? Yeah, sorry. Well, two days Fortunately, ago. all good. Fortunately, it isn't a particularly long delay with the developers seemingly needing just two additional months to wrap things up. I'm excited to see Not this. Bad. I'm excited to see this game. I'd like to see a little bit more of it. Looks pretty dope. I I am not. I didn't. I was not blown away by this. Um, Me neither. By this trailer when it dropped. But I haven't played the. I haven't played it the first time. So that is true. So it's like I'm. I'm I mean, it's got to be better than the original. It's got to be better than the original. I'm sure it is. Well, actually, no, it doesn't, because some remakes are not better than the original. That is true. Got it. Cautiously optimistic once again. Cautiously optimistic. The name of the game. I have nothing else to say about Prince Persia. I don't either. Besides, then go on to your favorite game ever. Destiny 2 will get crossplay in 2021 in addition to other improvements. This comes from Kit Guru, which just reports on off the um, Bungie, uh, this week at Bungie, the T-Wob. Um, T-Wob. T-Wob. Uh, in 2021, Destiny 2 players can expect full crossplay support sometime in 2021. I don't know why they wrote it like that. That's on Kit Guru, not on me. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, in addition, Bungie will be implementing better DDoS protection for console players, a feature that will roll out with Season 13 content. A few other highlights for Destiny 2 in early 2021 will, in- return- will include the return of the Vault of Glass raid. Let's go. If anybody wants to play the Vault of Glass Let's with get me, it. Just, just let me know and I'll play it. I love it. Uh, two new strikes, new weapons, and new armor. Now, then I have a question. Yes. Are these the original weapon and armor sets that were offered from the Vault of Glass? I would assume. Okay. Probably. Um, except for the two new strikes, I'm sure they have different armor on them. Sure. Um, one of the complaints around Destiny 2's current season has been a, the small reward pool. So Bungie's going to be cracking down on this soon, looking a bit further into the future. Transmog will also be coming, but not until season Ooh! 14. This could draw me back in, Vin, because I've been pl- complaining about the aesthetics in the game since day one. Yeah? Because they lock you into these armors that you can only change through ornaments, which you have to pay 20 bucks for one set for. James, there's free ornaments if you grind. For the grinders. Fuck the grind. <laughs> I hate a grind. Oh, God. I want to... God, I just don't have... I'm too lazy for that. Um. So here's the deal, yo. In addition to this crossplay coming soon, this week the next generation console upgrade came for Destiny 2, which brought 4K at 60 frames per second for all of the open world and strike segments, and then Insane. 120 frames per second for Crucible, which is very nice. Okay. Um, so I did download this and played it. I played the opening mission of Beyond Light, and it was cool and it ran great in 60 frames per second. I had my FOV slider. I was like feeling like a PC king on my PS5, just living. Um, it was awesome. Um, it just felt great. They have like dark mode on Destiny now, so it's like it looks all mm-hmm. sick. Ooh. It looks also, great. I need to clear something out with chat real quick. I'm not a pay-to-win guy, okay? I just don't like spending copious amounts of hours doing the same damn shit over and over again for marginal upgrades that are just aesthetic, okay? Yeah, there you go. The best transmog system was from DC Universe Online. You can quote me on that. Did you play a lot of DC Universe Online? I played so damn much. Okay. That's epic. I wish I <laughs> Um, But the next gen version of Destiny 2 was pretty cool. I, I'll get back into Destiny 2. It'll, it'll, with time. With time. Let me know when transmog system comes and I'm there. I'm probably next upgrade. Two years from now or something like that. Next big <laughs> expansion. Who knows? I just want Destiny 3, okay? Give me that new one. I know. Oh, God, please. Please, Lord. All right, hit me with this next one. PS5 had the biggest launch month in U.S. history out of any game console ever. Though Nintendo Switch was November's best-selling... Oh, sorry, this comes from... I hope I'm pronouncing this dude's name right, because that would be epic if I was. Because um, his name is Sheriff Saeed. Perfect, that sounds great. Great. He's a sheriff. Though the Nintendo Switch was November's best-selling console in terms of units sold, the PlayStation 5 made more money in dollar sales than any other console. Wild. Poggers. 
Quote, in fact, the PS5 sold more units in its launch month of November and more money than any other console in U.S. history. Absolutely. That's weirdly worded, but that's crazy. Yeah. Um, The previous record holder was the PS4, so Sony is really just... Beat its own record. Doubling down on themselves. Yeah, they are. The DualSense controller also had the highest launch launch month in both units and dollar sales for any controller ever in U.S. history. That's nuts, too. Mm-hmm. That's super nuts. Well, I mean, because you can use it on your PC now and stuff like that also, yeah. so it's pretty universal. Um, I am waiting to buy a second dual sense till a black one comes out. For colors. Out some sort of color, yeah. It's going to be cool. Yeah. I, I do love the white, though. I do love the white. Yeah. You didn't think you were going to, but you are. I do, dude. I, I mean, it kind of looks like... It looks like a weird leather on camera here. I hate this. Mm-hmm. I hate this. But in person, looks great. Looks so great. I had a tragic moment the other day where I was working on homework, and yeah. I don't know what possessed me to move my pencil in the direction of my controller that okay. was on the table. Yeah. But I marked a pencil mark on my controller, and I was like, oh, my God. It's over. So I took the eraser and just started going at it. Going at it. Sure. And... I thought there was going to be like a weird smudge or whatever. I still have a little it's all good. smudge, but good. we're back. We're back in I'm business. Glad. I'm glad that's a good, it's a good story, James. What a story, James. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> of course. All right, last one. The Oh, wait. Yes, the last item on the news wow. today. Halo Infinite screenshots drop followed by a fall 2021 release window. Okay originally stated slated for a november release 343 now has 343 now has a fall 2021 launch window following much criticism after their july xbox series x game showcase where everything was potato um <laughs> so this is from game ramp we have a bunch of screenshots and these screenshots they look incredible dude they look really, really good. They, they're, they're like trying to turn amazing. it around over there. Yeah. Unless these you are can just tell. pre-renders and they're, the game still looks like potato. But but here we go. We got screenshots of a new map, the SPNKR rocket launcher. Or Spanker. Spanker. Uh, the S7 sniper rifle. Uh, we got highlighted character customization with a coding system and more specific color scheming options deviating from the usual primary and secondary color system. Uh, James, you said that this was similar to Halo Reach's customization, right? Or did Halo yes. Reach only aside have... F- aside from the color... So in terms of coloring, it's a lot more specific. So in one of the screenshots, we see uh, almost an N7-styled yeah. um, suit of armor in which you have... It's all black and gray with um a black helmet with some red stripes but then the red stripes continue on to only one arm mm-hmm. right whereas previous halo games it would be you get a primary color and a secondary color and yeah. that applies to your whole armor set now they're doing a thing where you can customize patterns and things on individual pieces okay which i think is so sick right i mean that's gonna you're gonna have a lot of different types of guardians or whatever they call right them, or guardians spartans excuse me spartans guardians and destiny in um in Halo Reach, it had the most in-depth customization system, right? Because not only did you have armor sets, but you would have specific pieces for. All right, this is on my. I'm just gonna customize one arm different than the other arm. I'm gonna have yeah. something on my forearm. I'm gonna have a little something on my hip. Yep. Or different like belt or different boots or whatever. Um, oh, James, it was just really cool. I have I have a lot of Halo to play, so I'm trying to play all of them before Infinite because I've never played them. You know what I mean? So okay. I played Reach. One and two. Two is the best Halo game I've played so far, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Uh, now I just... I don't know if I'm going to skip ODST or play ODST. I'm not sure. Play ODST. So ODST, then three, then four, then five. That's a lot of Halo, dude. That's a lot of Halo. Uh, we'll see. We'll get there. We'll get there. We're going to make it work. Uh, we also got... Oh, wait. Sorry. Allows mixing and, ma- mixing and matching for diff- different patterns and styles. That's what we already said. Uh, keep in mind, this game has already lost two game directors but the former series writer slash cinematic director joseph statton was brought on this year to serve as the game's creative director james you wrote that note correct so there's hope yes there is hope keep hope alive for halo infinite i'm keeping hope alive i want it to be really good yeah 
James, I know you're most excited play. for the BR. Yeah, love the BR. <laughs> no, I'm joking. What? The Battle Royale. You hate Battle Royale. Oh, I thought you were talking about the gun. No. The Battle Rifle. Oh, I guess the Battle Rifle. But I was like, because everybody's oh talking about... I hate about, a Battle Royale. You know Halo's no, going to have thing. Battle Royale. I don't hate a Battle Royale. I hate Battle Pass systems that come with every single Battle Royale. Dude, there's a Battle Pass system in the Halo Master Chief Collection. Yeah, but it, I like the way they do it better. Okay. Because it's not season-specific content. At least a lot of it isn't. So it's And you get to choose what you get. So every... That's true. Every rank you rank up it says oh here's a slew of armor that you get to pick from and you're gonna end up getting the whole thing at the end of this rank yeah but you're gonna choose what you want but you get to pick what you want first which i love that i think it's the best way to do it do you think that halo could have a good br i think they could i think they i think they could too i also think think it could be hot trash it could be it could be so bad uh james do you remember that battlefield 5 had firestorm which was a battle royale mode no exactly exactly <laughs> it has a, it has a battle royale mode called firestorm and it is interesting so bad it is so bad <laughs> i've played it but no one no one played battlefield 5 i played battlefield 5 it was so fun game's broken as hell but it's a really great time i think battlefield <laughs> battlefield's a beautiful series i like it a lot it is a beautiful series they look good all of them and they just play it, it feels they feel good to play all the time mm-hmm. all the time it wasn't. It didn't have the best content. Didn't have any like much going for it. But it was fun while it lasted. I got my free copy from doing an EA playtest, and I was so I was like, yeah. "Poggers," as James likes to say now. I just think it's so funny. It is pretty funny. Big Poggers guy. Poggers. All right, guys. That is a wrap. Episode on episode forty-four of Checkpoint. Thank you guys so much for chilling with us. Chat. You've been wonderful as always. Uh, if you're on YouTube, thank you guys so much for watching and all the support you guys like. And also, thank you guys. Thank you, everybody. Oh, my God. We just got biddies in chat. Thank Whoa, you so much. This thank is you crazy. for biddies. Um, so we're going to go into our post show, hang out with chat for a little bit. If you're on YouTube, all of our links are down below where you can connect with us on Discord, all that good stuff. Um, thank you guys again so much. It's crazy. All the strictly casual support you guys have been giving us this last like month or two has just been absolutely wild. So, yeah, we're going to run that outro. And then uh, if you're here on Twitch, we'll see you for the post show. I'll be, we'll be right back.